Welcome, 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 ladies and gentlemen. Oh, my goodness. Back to the Mostly Manly show. Brad Manly, back from the brink. I cannot tell you how excited I am to finally put my crazy ideas back into words and share them all with you. I, Gosh, I guess let's, uh, let's do a little bit of a recap since the last time. Since last our hero spoke to you. I have been in the hospital twice, two different hospitals, because I'm fancy. And I also, unfortunately, due to some health concerns, had to leave my place of employment, which I dearly loved. So that was kind of a, a depressing note. So I guess technically I'm moving on into retirement, but we will see. We will see what happens. Um, I'm still going to talk to all you guys. but. Yes, I, uh, as most of you probably know, it seems like I've said it before. In 2016, I got sepsis. I went septic. I went into septic shock. Um, then they thought they had it whipped. It got worse and went into my spine. I had osteomyelitis. Screwed me up nine ways to Sundays if I wasn't already a big enough mess. But uh, so I've had tons of nerve damage, just a ton of stuff going on. Well, Fast forward to now, I understand the symptoms of when I'm going to go septic. I get the chills first, then I will uh, get a fever, then I'll get nauseated. And by that time, my blood pressure is usually dropping. Actually, the second I tell my wife I'm nauseated, she's dragging me out of the house by the ear to take me to the hospital. And um, people don't tend to understand it, but it's... It's a mess, and it's real dangerous. And the sad thing is, is now that I've had it and I've been sick so many times with it, I get there and it's like old hat to me. But then the doctors and nurses are like, dude, you are sick, bruh. Quit being a jackass. You are sick. Listen to your wife. Get your ass in here the second you start feeling it. You're sick. Then they start cranking me with every kind of IV. My first day, which would I guess have been five or six weeks ago. It's been so long since I talked to everybody. My first day was at Great Plains RMC Regional Medical Center right here in Elk City, America. Um, I have to give a shout out to those good folks. They take care of me all the time. By now, the nurses are like, not this guy again. But they're they're always so good to me. And um, the first time they took me in, they put me up in ICU for a few days. They were cranking me full of medicine to raise my blood pressure. Normally, I take medicine for it being just a teeny bit high. But then when I get sick, it goes way down. And I mean, 38 or I'm sorry, uh, 68 over 38, that type of thing. Way too low for me. And uh so they were giving me medicine on that. And then I woke up several days with terrible headaches in the hospital. After having that medicine, it was just, it was crazy. Um, came back home, got better, you know, felt like I was better. Went to the, went to, sorry, went back to work. The first day I worked like six hours and my ass was dragging then I was off the next day, and then I went back on a Friday morning, and I could work about two hours. And then that night, I was back in the ER. They sent me home, and I was off for that week. 
And then I was back in the ER again and put back in the hospital. And that's when I decided discretion was a better part of valor. So I, uh, I resigned from my position, um, broke my heart too. It broke my heart. I had to actually text my boss who I've known for 16 or 17 years. I had to text her because I was a big fat wuss and crying while I was sitting at my kitchen table, texting her, I was, I was crying about it. Um, and it was just a hard thing because they've, I've been with this company almost nearly, uh, November would have been six years. And it's just, you know, you don't work with a ton of people. You have your own kind of group of people you work with and they've become so much like family. And really they're so mar so much a part of this, this Brad Manley family. Um, God bless them. They, they tell people about the show. They listen to the show. They they give me a hard time about the show if I don't put it out on time. So they've got to be ready. To, luckily, I'm hiding from them, not at work. They can, you know, they're not going to kick my fanny. But um, I don't I don't know where I'd be without them at this point. They've they've really supported me a lot and just good folks. So um, everyone at Hutches 119. I love you and I'm <laughs> I'm a mess. I miss you guys. Um I'll be back after this. Welcome back to the show. I have uh, calmed myself down. Wipe my wussy tears away, and uh, let's get back to the Brad Manley Back from the Brink episode. You know what? I don't usually talk about the title. We're going to call it that. We're going to call it Brad Manley Back from the Brink because I was. I mean, I was real sick a couple times. Um, I, And, you know, in the middle of all that, then I get depressed about not being able to work or whatever. All this, everything, just a mess, just an absolute mess. But, um, okay, so my first day was at, like I said, Great Plains Regional Medical Center. Now, the second time, which would have been about four weeks after that or five weeks after that, I I go to uh, Great Plains Emergency Room because that's the one closest here to me. And due to, you know, the current situation, the current circumstances with the corona everywhere, they did not have a bed. And there was no bed, like, in you know, a whatever, 50, 75 mile radius. And uh, rather than, you know, throw me out in the ditch, they found me a bed at Mercy Hospital in Oklahoma City. And so I get in the ambulance. Now, this is, this is a good time. I'm not a small man. You get in the ambulance and the, I don't even know what it's called, the cart, the bed deal. You're on in the back of an ambulance is, you know, is about, it feels like a foot wide, maybe, you know, so I'm hanging every direction I'm hanging off of it. They seatbelt me on like four different seatbelts around my chest and two around my gut, one around my legs, or I don't even recall now, but they put me in the back there and they kind of lock my gurney. I don't know what it is. The bed thing with the wheels. Um, They locked that in there. But 
since I'm not ratcheted down like my body, I'm like sloshing around everywhere. And while the guy is driving, he's doing a fine job. But every time he goes around a big turn, now this is, for those of you not familiar, it's an hour and 45 minute ride from Great Plains to Mercy Hospital. Trust me, I felt every minute. And he goes around the turns. I'm holding on to the cushion on the whatever they are, the seats on either side of me. By the time I got to Mercy Hospital, I felt like I'd been doing an arm workout to, you know, qualify for the Mr. Olympia because it was insane. And they have, of course, they had the oxygen deal jammed in my nose. And the ride is not smooth. And so the cannula, which is the deal that shoots the oxygen into your nose, is rubbing on the inside of my, uh, actually, my left nostril on my septum, and it's rubbing bad. And I'll tell you this, as I sit today, it's been 14 days since that particular ambulance ride, and the left side, my left nostril still is in pain and feel, I blood comes out of it every now and then where that um, oxygen cannula was rubbing. So, so try to try to stay healthy, folks, because it's dangerous being sick for more reasons than the obvious. Um, okay, so I get up to Mercy after the hour and 45 minutes. Let me rewind. The Saturday I had that was on a, a Saturday morning. My wife and I had had breakfast, um, blueberry pancakes, Wonder Miss. And they were so good, I didn't even eat lunch. And then later that afternoon, I got sick. So we went to the hospital and we were at that hospital like 10 hours, eight, nine hours before the ambulance took me, the almost two hours, to the hospital up in Oklahoma City to Mercy. Then I was in their emergency room, kind of waiting for a bed to get ready or room to be ready for another few hours. And the nurse comes down, or I'm sorry, there's a doctor down there in the ER and they're talking to me. You know, what? what's your story? You know, I'm giving them the whole rundown. Luckily, my wife had packed me a bag to take with me because she didn't come with when the ambulance came. And it had all of my medicine bottles in it. So that was perfect because the doctors are like, well, how many milligrams? I'm like, hell, I know. It's a little orange pill my wife puts in the pill bottle. I take it. But I had all that information. And then she says the words that I never want to hear because I'm a gigantic chicken. She says, well, we'd really like to do an MRI. And now I am ridiculously claustrophobic and I'm a big man. So when they stick me in an MRI, I've been in MRI tubes where the sides or the tops like hit my shoulder or hit my chest. And that freaks me out that I can't budge at all in there. That freaks me out. So she says, we're going to give you an MRI. And I'm thinking, oh, no, you're not. And so I think the better of it. And I say, okay, okay, okay. Well, what I don't know is she goes ahead and schedules and she tells um, radiology, I guess, we're going to do an MRI today. So I get up to my room. Now, remember, I have not eaten since so eight or nine o'clock Saturday and it's eight or nine o'clock Sunday. And I'm like, okay, I missed breakfast. Can I get some food up here? And they're like, oh no, you're NPO right now, which means nothing by mouth 
because she had already scheduled the MRI. So at that point, me, Mr. Brad Manley, who is not a small man at all, is starting to get hangry because they haven't, you know, fed me. I'm it's been 24 hours. I'm ready for a little something, something. I'm getting a little peckish, if you know what I'm saying. Well, I finally have my MRI in the one o'clock hour, something like that. And luckily, my wife was had come up then, so she had settled me a little bit. And I go down for the MRI, and one, the hospital's huge. I have no idea. Like, I couldn't have, if I was trying to escape, I couldn't have retraced any steps ever. I'd have been just lost in the hospital. But I then... They, she wheels me in, and luckily the woman, an angel, she saved my life by saying, your face isn't going to be covered in there. I'm only going to do it. You're going to go in feet first, and you're only going to go in as far as your hips. And I'm like, thank goodness. So that put me at ease. Still hungry, but that really put me at ease. And she starts to wheel me in, and I notice on the wall something that looks like it might be candy. And I'm in my, you know, over-hungry state. I'm like, oh, yes, I wonder if I behave if I get candy. Well, it turns out it wasn't candy. It was her thing of earplugs, and she gives you a little foamy earplug. I thought it was some kind of white candy with, like, a colored fruit stripe in it. But she, it turns out they're damn earplugs. That's what I'm, I'm a genius. But um, you give the earplugs for when they start cranking up the big MRI deal. Oh, and it turns out, then they did that, and, and halfway through, she ran some contrast or something. It wasn't too bad, you know, but um, it came back actually perfect, I guess. There was no infection. They were checking for infection in the bone again to make to rule that out, and it turns out that was all good, and they had to start then looking to make... See, what they're trying to do is... If you can rule out all the stuff that's impossible, you know, and you can go back to your original thought, even if it was the simplest that, you know, I got an infection through a wound in my foot. Um, so then they do an ultrasound of my leg, which is always a giggler because it's cold and it tickles. Uh, that was fine. Then they do the CT scan, the CT scan with contrast. They take me down there, don't say anything, I'm good, and they slide me in this deal. I have a special IV in my bicep, which doesn't feel fantastic. But anyway, I'm, I'm in there and about halfway through, she's like, all right, I'm going to start the contrast. And then it feels like fire is shooting into my skin, um, into my body, down my arm, through my chest, down to my groin and all the way down my leg. And so I say, uh, am I supposed to feel like I'm on fire? Excuse me, ma'am. And then she's over in the booth in the corner. It's like, yeah, uh, yeah, it's supposed to feel like that. I think they don't tell you that shit because people are going to be like, screw you. I'm not getting that done. If it feels like there's fire shooting through my crotch, you know, what the hell? I'm not in college anymore. Anyway. Okay. So, and then that's fine. So I have good blood flow everywhere. So it turns out it was just a deal in my foot. So maybe now if I'm not pounding on it at work, things will maybe get a little bit better. I just don't know. You know, folks, we're going to have to probably make this uh, hospital replay a two-parter because we're about at the end of our our rope right now. Um, 
but there is a very special shout out I need to do. One of the nurses up at Mercy was Coco, or as her name tag said, Coco-licious. I believe her name tag said, you know I'm Coco-licious. I think that's what it said. And she was, just, one, she's absolutely wonderful. Um, every Everybody, gosh, if, if anybody up there, or if Coco, if you're listening, let everybody know how well I was treated up there. Um, I just got my little survey in the mail, and it's going to go back with shining remarks because they really took good care of me up there. I was a million miles from home or it felt like it. And um, they took great care of me. So Coco and all the girls up there on three and uh, I think it was ortho, pardon me, ortho neuro where I was. They took great care of me and uh, everybody. I am so glad to be back. I am going to probably record another episode real shortly and maybe two. Um, hang in with me. Get the word out. The biggest help you can give me is to say, hey, listen to this goofball. Give him 15 minutes. And if you like him, listen again and tell somebody. Um, I love everybody for hanging with me. I'll talk to you soon. Until then, stay manly. <laughs>